get cracking, yeah. Right, <sighs> yeah, until the leaf blows here, you're all mine. <laughs> Hilarious, <laughs> yes. All right, cool. We'll get started on it. Welcome, listener, once again, to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined, as is customary right now, via the miracle of the internet, but that is, I think, going to hopefully be a thing of the past pretty soon, by the director of football at Bluefoot, Rodney Stiles. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, mate. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm not too bad at all. Yeah, I mean, you've yeah. had a first day back. How did all of that go? Yeah, very slow, but very nice. Got the TVs working. Managed <laughs> all the games playing today, so that was good. Yeah, yeah. and there was pl- plenty going on, like, yeah, today and yesterday, actually. So totally. we'll get into that, I think, at some point or other. We'll, uh, yeah, also uh, look back at the transfer deadline day. What, if anything, happened? So I, I, I did have the stream on. I think Peacock had uh, Sky Sports News's uh, transfer deadline day, the whole yellow situation going on. Yeah, uh, and I had that on in the background whilst I was uh, was working, but yeah, nothing to get too excited about. I don't think. Mm, um, we'll also look ahead at uh, more games in the Premier League and other leagues as well. Any other business, and then we'll get out of your way. Yeah, so yeah, we should really get into it because uh, look, luckily there was no games on Friday uh, <laughs> of interest to, to uh, Bluefoot people, uh, but on Saturday the early game was Everton's. Two nothing loss against Newcastle, which uh, we kind of flagged it up that Newcastle sometimes get a result out of nowhere, and and this seemed to be their result out of nowhere. I listened to Jonathan Woodgate taking over today as Bournemouth interim manager. Right, um, Woodgate was brought in last week as another coach. Incredible guy on the radio, though, so interesting. Loves Ibiza, <laughs> loves all the banging house classics. I think he's a big Newcastle fan, and he was going. I I'm adamant they're going to go there on the weekend and get a result. So then I wake up and see Newcastle have got a result, and you and I'm like at Everton, and I'm like, what do you know? (laughs) That's absolutely right. Yeah, it was a bizarre thing. Yeah, and they got the result two nil. Yeah, Manchester City. um, uh, Later on that day, they got a a one nil box standard win against Sheffield United. Yeah, they went one up after eight minutes, I think, and you you expected the floodgates to open. Mm -hmm. Never happened. Sheffield United, I don't think, have got trounced all season, have they? They've just lost by the odd goal here and there, and just they've been unlucky with those really close games, haven't they? Unlucky, whatever, but you know. But, they yeah. don't score goals, Paul. It, it's as simple as that, and they've lost a good keeper for this season. Yeah, I think that's been and, a big difference. Yeah, but I love the fact, I think, is it Prince Abdul or something who owns the club? It has never crossed his mind to sack Chris Wilder. That's my club, and yeah. that's commendable to be fair. It's, <laughs> yeah, if it to happen like that, then that's great. But I mean, they must have seen getting up in the first place as a huge, huge bonus. I don't think they added particularly to the squad last year, didn't they? They just by sheer good management and teamwork, really, that they they got to where they were yeah. that year. And there's just been a dip off since this year. Totally, and he was a tactical genius last year, Chris Wilder, because he was playing the uh, centre backs. As wingbacks, they would cross over and stuff. Yeah. And nobody knew how to play them at points. I mean, they were pushing for Champions League Europa League at one point. Definitely, yeah. Let's get that right. I mean, they were up there. And I was talking to Chad today, the Villa fan. We all know Chad (laughs) from the Bluefoot. 
And we're saying how different life could be, could have been, if that goal that crossed the line, Sheffield United Villa, the first, one of the first games on the comeback, had gone over because that would have given Sheffield United the win that would have plumbed them to about fifth in the table and would have sent Villa down at the end of the season. Yeah. And Sheffield United's performances from that game kind of dipped, mm-hmm. whether they needed a crowd or anything. And Villa managed to stay up in that league by one point. But they would have lost Greenish. They wouldn't have bought people like Barkley, Martinez. You know, that goal that should have been given was a massive crossroads for both clubs, I see. Sliding doors moment, as we say. There's, uh, moving on to other, other games here, West Brom had two games against relegation-threatened teams this week, and they have not happened how they would have perhaps wanted, I don't think. They drew to a piece with Fulham, and then they got beat to Sheffield United uh, later on in the week. Yeah, you, you've got to think that got to get six points out of those two games, and, and they got one. And if um, there's one club I want to go down, Paul, it is West Brom. had the way treated Village and stuff. They sure. sacked him after a draw at the Etihad and then get Sam Allardyce in because he's the big guru who can pull you out of this sort of stuff. Palace, uh, they beat Wolves 1-0. Uh, I watched the first half of this and then I switched over, I'm afraid. I, I had it on in the background because I was also watching uh, the Wanderers um, beat uh, Leighton Orient <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. But e- even kind of in the background, it, was, uh, it wasn't it was a great watch, I'll be honest. No. Um, Both teams went into that with one win out of tens, yeah. I mean, there was talk about Nuno being fired after this game. There was a lot of talk about meetings and boardrooms and stuff. They've, they've stuck with him. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that might have been overplayed in that it was also the transfer deadline day as well. So maybe there was some kind of strategy happening as well about that. So totally. I don't know whether it was actually you know, going to get the, the old heave-ho. But, uh, Again, that would be harsh as well, wouldn't it? You think, yeah. Considering what they've sold this season and what they brought in, Wolves, you you think that would be a bit of a kick in the not so bad. <laughs> I don't know. Well, but also like it's every single year they have shown improvement, be it positions in the table or points like gained or what have you. Yeah. Every single year he's been there, Nuno. There's been some sort of improvement, and so for them to get rid of him, that, they're not threatened about going down. I don't think are they? They're, they're not going to go down. Of, I've talked yeah. with James Lang for this. That there are worse teams. They're not going to go down this. Nah. I think the bottom three are the bottom three this season. Yeah, Brighton got a good win as well, didn't they, today against Liverpool? So that kind of extends that gap too, doesn't it? So they've just beaten Tottenham and Liverpool back to back. Wow, they yeah, got six right. points out of two games against Tottenham and Liverpool, which is. They're safe now, in my opinion. And and not, not concede the goal either, I don't think, did they? So, yeah, incredible well, stuff. I'm telling you all season, they actually play a good brand of football. I mean, Pep Guardiola came out and said the Potter is the best English manager out there at the moment. Their midfield against Tottenham, dude, they made us look like Burnley. It, it was Their midfield was so superior to our midfield. And you look at that and you go, why don't we give Potter a go at Tottenham instead of Mourinho? This, this sort of love fest with Levy and bringing back Bale and... Getting Mourinho in when he's won one champion, you know, one Premier League in ten years, and let's play some football again. So you were saying that kind of like Brighton in midfield busier, more creative, that kind of thing. Is it they that, had the double yeah. amount of shots on goal that we had, even without Harry Kane. You, you're looking at a team with Son, Bergwijn, and Mbappe. Mora comes off the bench. It, it's it, it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. We got we got a, we got Deli Alley there, who can't even get into that match day squad. Mourinho, put your bloody ego to one side for a moment here. I'm even thinking, you know, is Lingard a good person to come in? Because he played well under Mourinho at United, and he was one of the transfers, wasn't he, to West Ham? He got two play goals play. today. Blinding game for West Ham today. I watched most of the game. That would have been such a good move. He didn't go to Paris Saint-Germain, so they've had to clear the air tour. 
So hopefully he's going to play next week, you know, in the cup game against Everton. But it's like you, you're persevering with Bale, who has zero confidence right now, who doesn't want to be on a football pitch. He's frightened of getting injured. It's an experiment that went a little bit south. But when I we lost Harry Kane back in the days, we've always lost Harry Kane at this time of the season. Super Bowl, mm. whatever you want to look at conspiracy theory. Mm. But the reason Son played so well was because Deli Ali stepped up as well. They have an understanding. Playing Endembele so far back now, Endembele is he could be a really good number ten at Tottenham, defense and attack together. But you're playing him like a like a, a sitting midfielder now with Hoiberg, and it's like Jesus, God help me. I'm not quite sure how we've got to speak about Tottenham from the uh, Palace Wolves game, but <laughs> that's exactly what happened. So. I'm good though. I'm good though. You got to admit, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and, uh, well, I mean, it's more it's more exciting than talking about the Arsenal United game. I'll, well, I'll I was going to say, I was surprised you didn't cut into me a little bit earlier. I just went for it because you won't cut me. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got the ultimate power of the edit, so yeah, you'll not hear it. Hardly any of that. <laughs> Wasted words. I don't know what to say. <laughs> what are they talking about? He was only talking for like five, six seconds there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I tell you what, I don't think he's got too much of an, uh, an airing. It was the naughty little tackle that Bruno had, uh, Bruno Fernandez. I think it was on um, Shaka. It was a naughty little scrape down the Achilles, that was. And nothing was done about it. And it was a, a bit of a vengeful thing as well because he felt he'd been done by a tackle earlier. Yeah, I think you're not right about that, I thought. And so but yeah, he's going to be pulled up that one, definitely. I, I totally agree with you. But yeah, a very uneventful game, wasn't it? I, I watched this on Zoom with, uh, one, with my friend Nate, and I honestly can't think of a single thing that happened in that game that of, of, of any consequence. Um, no. No, uh, no. Yeah, no. Nothing. Then the late game on Saturday was Villa beating Southampton. Uh, ooh, who? Uh, yeah, they've they've grown to a halt, haven't they? Southampton. Yeah, they beat them one nil. Grealish assist was pretty beautiful for um, for Barkley to score. Well, we, we can mention it now. They went to Old Trafford this week as well and had a man set off after two minutes. The same kind of scenario when Leicester came to visit last season and ended yeah. up losing against nine zero. But United yeah. look at them, Pogba on the bench and they won nine zip. And it's like, but he continued after the sending off. Who's in Hattel? Uh, Hassan Hootle. Hassan Hootle, sorry. It's getting all messed up. Hassan Hootle. The, the hipster <laughs> Jurgen Pop, who I actually <laughs> like, but to lose two games in two seasons to nine zero. It's careless, isn't it? But he left two strikers on with 10 men. Ultra, I mean, I mean, the, the bloke was making his day, like full debut, wasn't he? But it was pretty naughty that one, to be fair. Well, he did a gas he's too thumped up, wasn't he? 91. Yeah. Final. It's a the big old scrot down the inner in thigh of uh, McTominay, wasn't it? Yeah. Thing. They've lost four on the bounce now. I think they've won one in nine, Southampton, and they do have a yeah. lot of injuries, though, Paul. They do. Yeah, they, they do. do. But even so. I'm not, I'm not too worried about them. No. Yeah. They're not going to go down. They're not going to hit Europe. They're mid-table now. You'd think that you'd go, oh, absolutely. Like, I just don't want that to happen to me ever again. And it happened to him again, which is odd. Yeah. In other leagues on Saturday, uh, Borussia Dortmund, they beat Augsburg 3-1. Um, they went 1-0 down in this one, in actual right. fact. Brought it back. Then Bayern Munich beat Hoffenheim 4-1. Um, Bolton beat uh, the mighty Leighton Orient 2-0. Uh, watched the game with Clay. Um, a little bit of revenge for the 4-0 humiliation at their place earlier <laughs> in the season. Oh, yeah. um, 
Honestly, though, we did play well and we should have scored more goals. Uh, Two goals in a couple of minutes as well, wasn't it? Two goals in three minutes? Yeah. Pretty close together. Um, right. Our striker Delfonso kind of uh, missed a couple of sitters, unfortunately, to make it a little easier for us. But I will 100% take 2 0. And this was a barn burn. I actually watched this on Saturday night, 7 o'clock. Um, Cholos, they played Toluca in what was a top of the table clash. Cholos went 3 0 up in this one. Toluca brought it back to 3 2 and were really knocking at the door, as they say, uh, almost tied it up. Wow, Cholos won. And so they are actually top of the league. As we sit here, uh, they're on eight points, having won two, drawn two. So uh, they've really turned it around. I'm not quite sure why. I think they had some investments in attacking players um, during the uh, the half-season break. So so good for them. Good for them indeed, yeah. Nice to see that. Yeah, absolutely. Sunday, uh, the early game was Chelsea... Uh, rolling back the years with Aspilicueta and uh, what's the other bloke? Oh, I'm just thinking of Simply Red. Uh, rolling back the years. <laughs> was it Alonso. Alonso. Alonso, he scored. Yeah. What a goal by Alonso, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty neat, actually. I love. I like the way he took the ball down, took it down again. Talking about uh, Newcastle having the capacity to get the odd win out of nowhere, Leicester can get the odd defeat out of nowhere, can't they? Right, they lost three one against Leeds. I mean, actually, you did see that coming, I think, a little bit, didn't you? But Bamford got a goal and two assists and took that mm-hmm. goal of his very well. Bamford looked good, mate. Ooh. Even his assist is said the, the, for the third goal was, yeah, you know, yeah, because there was we're going to talk about a Liverpool game, but they had like a breakaway goal where the, the ball was sort of played up really quickly. Mm-hmm. I prefer the Leeds one to the Liverpool one. I thought the Leeds one was sure. a little bit ooh, more exciting. Oh, I don't okay. know. Liverpool. It's a hell of a goal though that Liverpool get. Oh, goodness me! You're talking about the pass from Trent to uh, Shakiri to yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness! That's the next game um, where Liverpool beats uh, West Ham three nil at home. Salah with a couple of goals. Not a West Ham fan. Don't like West Ham at all. But they had a massive opportunity to hit above Liverpool that day as well, and they came out really sedate. Really, to be honest, it was. I was quite shocked yeah. at the West Ham performance that day. Because Liverpool, yeah. they're taking at the moment, in my opinion. Yeah. As Brighton found out today, so but we'll talk about that in a moment. If, and if I'm doing anything correct with the edit, we've not really talked about the uh, the Tottenham game so far. So, <laughs> not much. I don't think you want to play this weekend, mate. <laughs> well, I mean, I pro- you probably talked about it uh, more than uh, that you'd want to, really, I suppose, wouldn't you? But, uh, yeah. You want to go back to that Leeds breakaway goal and Liverpool breakaway goal? And it also reminds me of Brian Clough. He used to say it only takes a second to score a goal. Sure. And I think both them games, it kind of sums up what Brian Clough, it does only take a second to score a goal. And I will give you the opportunity to say anything further about the, the Brighton Spurs game, or are you, um, are, are you done? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> There's no game was Monday because it was actually the, the transfer uh, deadline day, which is, that seems like common sense to me that you don't play any games on that day because usually it's like, internationals or something ridiculous happening. Uh, that seems like actual common sense. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, another round of Premier League games, starting off with Sheffield United's uh, impressive win against West Brom. Big win that. One thing I did notice in that, I mean, I'm not particularly that bothered about the game, but there was a, a, a muddy goal mouth at uh, Bramall Lane. I'm like, that's a real throwback, that. You don't see a muddy goal mouth anymore, do you? <laughs> so that, <laughs> that was pretty pleasing to the eye. Totally. And, you know, there's one <laughs> team I want to see survive. Relegation this year at Sheffield United. 
Ooh. It would bring a lot of joy to my heart if they were to pull out of this. It would be... Sure. I mean, there's still, like, what, 40-odd points to play for? I mean, yeah. It's still there. It's unlikely, but, you know. Also, sure. I'd love to see Newcastle go down in Sheffield United. This was... This was... A performance from Arsenal that I thought they'd weaned themselves off, but Arsenal losing to Wolves 2-1. Arsenal were cruising. They were playing really well. They should have maybe scored four goals uh, in the first half. Then Luis trips a bloke up on his way to score and gets himself sent off. There's a penalty and it's one apiece all of a sudden with 10 men on the field. Ridiculous. Love it. And then, <laughs> and then Leno, like kind of disengages his brain and uh, throws one into the stands off the left wing. Incredible stuff. Wow. And you know, it annoys me a little bit as well with this VAR at the moment and stuff like that. We, we haven't talked about Liverpool's Tottenham game last Thursday, which we Spurs lost as well. Mm-hmm. Open the scoring with Son could have been a totally different game. Yeah. It could have been given either way, not offside as well, by the way. But there was a thing when um, Allison came out of his goal and picked up the ball outside the area that wasn't picked up either. It yeah, because I was I was talking to my friends about that. I, I that seems really harsh that if the goalie handles the ball outside the area, that that's automatically red card, is it? You don't know if he's stopping an absolute clear opportunity. Yeah. I don't remember anybody about to like get the ball and stick it in the goal. I, I don't remember that. I'm, they may very well have been, but it seems really harsh that a, a goalie gets automatic. Is it not just like a yellow card? Yellow card, just, free kick, direct free yeah. kick. Done. Yeah. Okay, I mean, he didn't see. He didn't like knock someone's teeth out whilst he was doing no. it, did he? Like, you know, he did so. Schumacher, did he? Was it Schumacher for Germany against? Yeah, absolutely. No, he wasn't. That's for the most. <laughs> Who actually stayed on the pitch, by the way? Let's get that. Yeah, right. it was kind of like, <laughs> excuse me, mate, you've left your teeth over here as he was being carted off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did they even yeah. get a free kick for that, France? I can't even remember. <laughs> they got a free kick for that one. <laughs> I'm not sure, actually. Maybe not. I know he didn't get set off the keeper, but Jesus. (laughs) But you know what I mean? It just seems harsh that that's a rule that goalkeepers have to um, live with. It was harsh. Um, But yeah, they lost 2-1. And by the way, uh, Moutinho's uh, hit was unbelievable. What a goal that was. Yeah, that beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be very happy yesterday. Yeah, well, that, and I love this celebration. I, I kind of like point it, pointing directly down the lens at the fans, and it's like, you know, this is for you lot. And I, I thought that was really lovely. So, yeah, you could see the relief come over the club a little bit, couldn't you, as well? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was, yeah, it, it was good. It, it felt like they kind of cashed in all of the, the bad luck that they'd had for the rest of the season on that, that yeah. one game where Arsenal duly obliged with an absolutely harebrained performance. So, 100%. And they've done uh, the double over Arsenal this season. Right. Because okay. I think the other fixture when, funny enough, because David Villa got sent off in this game, but he was the one who got taken off a half-time of concussion when Jimenez fractured his skull. Do yeah. you know what? I hadn't even thought about that part. Yeah. You got to love it. Absolute liability. Yeah, um, and that we've, we've already mentioned the 9-0 drubbing of Southampton at Old Trafford. Uh, but also Palace, they went to Newcastle and won 2-1. And Newcastle went one up in that game as well. But Palace, two wins on the bounce. Drunk football ball. That's all we've been saying all season. Well, yeah, no one can get more than a couple oh. of games run to go together, can they? In, all, in other competitions, Bolton, yet again, had their game against Mansfield Town postponed. Uh, want to play. Just, just say. If you want to give us a three points, just say. In the German Cup, the Pokal, Russia Dortmund needed extra time to get past Paderborn. Because they were two and up very early, Dortmund, and it goes to two one. They get a, a breakaway. They score the third goal with a minute to go. 
Dortmund were actually winning 3-1. VAR came in after a long, long time, chalked the goal off and actually gave a penalty to the opposing team. The other the end? Wow, yeah, okay. In the last minute to make it 2-2 to make it go to extra time. Right. And that's such a Spursy thing to happen, actually. You know, it's like <laughs> I look at Tottenham, I look at Tottenham, and I just go, "Same bloody thing." Isn't it? <sighs> yeah, actually, I was I was kind of rooting for Paderborn because they are. I think I've mentioned before uh, they are twinned with Bolton. Actually, and like Bolton, they don't win. Uh, they, they, yeah. They, <laughs> 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 that's, uh, wow, that's that's. I know, a little harsh, mate. A little harsh. Oh, God, that's just a, I mean, it's just uncalled for. We've had loads of games today. Uh, this being Wednesday, Manchester City beat Burnley 2 0. At least it wasn't 5 0, I think, usually yeah, the sure. traditional result. But now City have gone two games over their record of winning games in a row. I think they're like 13 games in a row they've won now. My um, bid for Statman of 2021. Do you see that Manchester City, the first team in. Uh, England's top flight to win nine games in January. I think actually, if the whole league, like the first team to win nine games in January because of FA Cup and, and, uh, and fixture congestion and all that. And uh, you know what, Paul? You have to take your hat off to Pep Guardiola. What a what a coach! They were having a rough time at the beginning of the season. I don't think they've lost now since November, which is ridiculous. The way this season has gone. Ruben oh, really? Diaz has been a revelation with John Stones at the back. Yeah, they're kind of sharing the goals around, aren't they, really? I don't think their top scorer is out of double figures yet, I don't think, is he? So, Beautiful Sterling football. got a goal today. Leicester, they went away at Fulham, 1-2-0. Uh, watched parts of that, looked pretty good. I love this Justin kid, I think he looks a real good and totally. uh, scored the second. Uh, I think did Madison uh, get two assists as well in this? He's, yeah, he's yeah. really coming, coming good at the right time too. Everton got a handy win against uh, Leeds. Uh, that's 2 0, I think, isn't it? 2 0. 2 1. 2 1. Two, two, one. Big two, one. Yeah, two one. Going back, yeah. We've not talked about West Ham beating Villa at home 3 1. West Ham uh, good today, Paul. It's really, I mean, Lingard, Lingard got a couple, didn't he? Yeah, well, brilliant. He did, like turning about the clock five and a half years with Lingard, dude. He was. Um... I wish the kid well. I mean, he, he gave me lots of pleasure during the World Cup a couple of years ago. So, yeah, I have nothing but goodwill to that kid. So. I like that comment, yeah, because, you know, sometimes you just need a change. West Ham's going to be a great club for him. He's out yeah, of the spotlight a little bit and he can just play his game, uh, you know. And then, yeah, again, we've mentioned already that Brighton went away and got an easy win against Liverpool. And going uh, to bring back the stats for me for this year is that Liverpool only had one shot on target on this whole game. At home astonishing, astonishing, isn't it? Wow. At the end of all of that, Manchester City are clear at the top by three points and with a game in hand. Leicester are a third with 42. Villa in ninth on 32 as well. Where are West Ham? Are they fourth now? I've seen the table, actually. I'm sorry. West Ham are fifth uh, on 38 points. Liverpool are fourth on 40. If, if Spurs were to win their two games in hand, they would have 39 points, so would go in okay. fifth position. Arsenal are in tenth, a point behind Villa. Um, Wolves, they're in 14th on 26 points, but they are, they're 12 points from Fulham, who are in 18th, the first relegation spot. Not concerned there. Then in the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich, they are clear at the top by seven points on 45 with Borussia Dortmund moving one place north to sixth on mm -hmm. 32. Uh, and that'll just about do you, I think, for all of that this week. Let's take a quick break there and then when we come back, we'll have a look at the, the games that are coming up, including two Bluefoot derbies. All right, 
welcome back. We will look at, ahead to what's going to happen uh, this week. On Friday, there is a game in the Bundesliga. Bayern Munich, they're away at Hertha Berlin. Yeah, I think um, they're so. playing Friday as well, because I think on Tuesday they play in the World Club Championship semi-final. Right, there we go. I wondered when that would kick in. Right, that makes sense. Good stuff. On Saturday, then, we have the first of two Bluefoot derbies, and it's the OG Bluefoot Derby, Villa versus uh, Arsenal. Usually, if I had got my backside in gear, I would have maybe got some calls together and what have you. But I did text around to see what uh, people were thinking ahead of this game. And Simon of the Aston Villa supporters group, he was saying he was actually feeling pretty good coming into this one based on turnaround in form this season, uh, that he had uh, little to no hope in the reverse fixture early in the season. And we ended up uh, smashing them uh, 3 nothing. So we'll probably get the same... Uh, favourite return this weekend. It's not a game that I'd expect to see points gained, but then again, we've beaten them the last three times we've met, if you include the preseason game. I uh, would be more than happy with a point. To be honest, wouldn't put money on either team to win. He's backing nobody to win, essentially. He kind of covered all bases on that, didn't he? So, <laughs> he'd like yeah. to win, we'll probably lose. It's going to be a draw. <laughs> <laughs> it's true enough. On the opposite point of view, Marissa of our SD Gooners, and friend of the show, she just doesn't want them to lose. So I'd be encouraged that uh, Mikel is making the right moves for us. I assume that means like Smith Rowe and, and, and all those kind of uh, youngsters being brought in. But she uh, isn't sure whether Aubameyang will be back in the lineup. Uh, he was on the bench, I think, last uh, last game. So let's he see. came on. He came on. He came on yeah. for Pepe. So yeah. I, I'm sure he's going to be playing. Yeah, unfortunately, though, that, that game is the very early game at 4.30. So, yeah, it's disappointing. Seven o'clock sees uh, Burnley play Brighton. Nobody two cares. fairly uh, two informed teams, but yeah, like you say, no one cares. Newcastle play Southampton at the same yeah. time. Um, at nine thirty, Fulham play West Ham, and then finally we've got Manchester United playing Everton, which you know that's a decent way to round off the day. Mm. Oh, by the way, Fulham West Ham—that's almost like a Pet Shop Boys song, isn't it? Um, East End Boys and the West End Girls. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in the Bundesliga, Dortmund are away at Freiburg. And then the return fixture for Bolton, they go away at Salford City. And we were on the telly when we beat Salford City a, a few months ago. So I, I expect a little bit of a spanking because of that. Man United beating? <laughs> well, they're, they're very well funded. And yeah, I'm sure they've got the pick of some of the academy kids something as well over there. But I don't hold up much hope there, I'll be honest. Another early game, disappointingly, uh, Spurs at home to West Brom. I think you'd be too bothered about watching that in any case. Moving on. Um, yeah, at six o'clock, we do have the second <laughs> We do have the second Bluefoot derby, which is Wolves versus Leicester. James of the San Diego Wolves, he got back to me after they'd beaten Arsenal. So he was in a upbeat mood. <laughs> He's saying that, that yeah, that the look was with them for once. What a great goal it was from Matinho. That should hopefully give them uh, more confidence at the game against Leicester. Uh, they've had a pretty terrible run of VAR look against uh, against Leicester in the past. Um, so maybe a, a reverse of that on Sunday. He appreciates that Leicester are having a decent season, but he thinks that Wolves will win 2-1. Interesting. I think he'd had a couple of sherbets, mate. And then I heard from Bill of the San Diego Foxes. Honestly, it was a uh, an essay. That's, I, I was uh, going to say a bit like War and Peace this one, wasn't it? <laughs> there was there was time enough for a, a bit of a dig at Old Brighton, which is always nice. I appreciate that. But he's he pretty upbeat about it, the whole thing. He likes Leicester two 0 
to beat Wolves 2-0. Again, he was kind of waiting on the, the result of the Fulham game, but they've done all right there. They are playing without Vardy and, and Didi at the moment. Um, in fact, that reminds me, they were after that Chalaba kid from uh, Watford. I really rate him. I don't know why he's not kicked on, but I thought Leicester, right. like, going to Leicester would have been a really good move for him. Everyone's fairly upbeat about their chances, it seems, in that game. So uh, thank you to everybody that did get back to me about that. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm sorry that I wasn't uh, on the ball enough to get people's vocal uh, contributions, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You're disgraceful. Absolute disgrace. <laughs> great mention for Harvey Barnes at Leicester as well. What a great little player he's turned out to be. Got an England cap recently as well, didn't he? Yeah, so. and unless they announce in the next 48 hours, we won't be able to show this game to people because of beers outside in the patio before 8 o'clock. Right. So, unfortunately, we would have had a nice little crowd for this game. We're not going to be showing this one on Saturday. At uh, Sunday, sorry, at the moment. At the moment, that could change. As we know, with our wonderful governor at a drop of a hat. But yeah, it could be. Uh, you know, everyone has to have a shot at six o'clock in the morning. Really, that that could that could end up being you know just a medicinal um, uh, what's it called deer and a beer, a medicinal deer and a beer for uh, for, for everybody at six o'clock that you have to we do. Are it yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we are promoting it at the moment. So, um, <laughs> okay, good. Let's just over. Let's just do it. Uh, the other games we're definitely over with this one yeah and it's a big one Liverpool versus Manchester City this fixture was give them a right good idea last year didn't they City in my head was the demise of the clock here at Liverpool to win the league the way they did it without playing and then come into the next game against City when they were given a a rather subdued guard of (laughs) honour if I remember it right that's a nonsense all of that totally total nonsense I hate it and um, yeah they lost it 4-0. But to come out, the intent from the intent from Liverpool should have been to beat them that day. But it was all like they were on the plane having cocktails. I saw the mindset of Liverpool change that day. And nothing has like made me feel any different. Sure, hopefully it's a good game. A lot of the highly anticipated ones have been pretty, pretty rotten um, just recently. So hopefully that'll be a good one. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Chelsea are away at Sheffield United. That's the final game on Sunday in the Premier League. And then we have uh, the Super Bowl. <laughs> and the Super Bowl. Indeed so, yeah. Which Harry Kane has on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harry, Kane, Harry Kane's got his seven-layer dip already organised. He's uh, got, okay. got his squares <laughs> going. <laughs> he has a Super Bowl off every year. Like, it's a joke. What else? I actually play in Utrecht very early on Sunday as well, I forgot to mention. Monday, the only game there is Leeds versus Palace. Put your mortgage on that one, I don't think. The next round, the uh, what's this fifth round of the FA Cup, is being played midweek, yep. and it's uh, yeah something that I didn't realise happened. I think they did it maybe last year, did they as well? We've got Burnley versus Bournemouth on Tuesday at nine thirty, uh, and then we've got at eleven thirty Manchester United at home to West Ham United. This could be a really good game. Yeah, it's a good one. Should be yeah, good. Forward to that one. And then Bolton's game that was. Postponed around Christmas time, I think, against Morecambe is being played at eleven o'clock on Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, again in the FA Cup, Swansea at home to Manchester City. Swansea are sort of sitting up there, aren't they? A little bit, so mm-hmm. tricky tie for City. Potential there. Yeah. And then eleven thirty, we've got two games: Sheffield United at home to Bristol City, who are doing reasonably well in the Championship, and Leicester playing Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, the, the final tranche of games on Wednesday 
uh, is your Tottenham Hotspur away at Everton. Well, the quad's still on, Paul. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Yeah. Oh, I, I said that very time in peak, by the way. And <laughs> <laughs> going to say, there was less gusto uh, with that one than there was last week, I have to say. Uh, Harry Kane could return for that game, so... Oh, OK. Interesting. Yeah, Thursday, last couple of games, Wolves at home to Southampton in the Cup, Chelsea away at Barnsley. That is the glamour of the Cup there for, uh, for Chelsea. I wonder if Mr. Tickle in his fourth game is going to enjoy going to Barnsley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? I did not sign up for this. What a place. Well, I, I used to be a, a White Arrow driver's mate. And right. one, of, one of my runs was Barnsley. Every now and again, you get Barnsley. I wish I'd um, seen that, by the way. I'd love to see you as a White Arrow <laughs> driver's mate. <laughs> so, yeah, you were delivering, like, you know, uh, washing machines and all sorts of things. And yeah, you saw it was it was an eye opener. So you say eye opener, and eye opener doing that job. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah all bleed sauce. <laughs> uh, dear, oh dear. All right, that will that will do us. I think um, it feels like we've veered into any other business anyway just then. But uh, we will do that when we come back. All right, any other business? We'll start off with. Did you hear Sean Dyche's press conference about uh, the for the Man City game this week? He he obviously was like, "God, I'm sick and tired of these boring old press conferences," and just kind of went off on one about like the sort of games that he likes to play and the TV shows he's been watching on Netflix. And he, he was saying that like he plays this game with his coaching staff where it's like lookalikes. And so, yeah, if you see someone in the in the crowd or like in real life, wow, that looks like. And the one that he was so proud of was someone looked like the old guy out of Up, and he was particularly proud about that one. <laughs> so he just it's went off on one. It's really, really funny. It's like obviously, it's like oh, I just can't be bothered with this anymore. And anyway, did a ten minute bit on uh, on that, so it's good. Brilliant. I will try if I can to link to the press conference if I can. Please do, yeah. I'd like to watch that. Uh, we'll round up what happened on deadline day. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of the things that happened during the transfer window. Fairly notable things for our clubs. Uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles went to West Brom, which I think is a real coup for West Brom. I don't think he's better he than that. He down West Ham, didn't he, at the same time? But West Brom actually said, we will guarantee you playing in midfield where he likes to play. Yeah. And that was the reason for him signing for West Brom. Yeah, but massive coup. Uh, Joe Willock went to Newcastle on loan. And they finally got rid of Mustafi on a free to Schalke. to Schalke. Nothing in for Wolves, but they got rid of Miranda, who I think was a defender for them. Um, nothing really for Leicester City or Villa on the final day. Sort of in notable ones, I think we've mentioned that they uh, that Liverpool bought a centre-half from Preston, who I honestly had never heard of, called Ben Davis. There's only two Ben Davises, as, as the saying goes. Two, yeah, for two million quid. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know anything about him. And Miramino went on loan to Southampton. Who they That's true enough. January for seven million. He's never really got a run out, has he, Miramino? No. Um, let's move on then to the predictor game. Uh, Dirk last week was our listener picker, and he got three out of seven results correct. You got the Leicester Leeds game spot on three one. I got the Bayern Munich Hoffenheim game four one bang on. You got six points. I got seven. Uh, everything's really bunched up again. Very much so, yeah. I feel like you deserve more points for that, but uh, I'm not going to give it it them. (laughs) We have Mark of the SD Gooners uh, as the listener picker this week for all of the Bluefoot derbies 
as well. So we're going to start with Arsenal's trip to Villa. Mark sees this as a two apiece. I'm going to go one apiece. 3-0 Villa. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think that's at least the last three weeks where you've picked uh, Arsenal to lose. Surprisingly. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> like, like a stop clock. Uh, Wolves versus Leicester. Uh, Mark sees this one apiece, and I'm, I agree with him. I'm going to go one apiece myself. 2-0 Leicester. Liverpool, Manchester City. Mark sees this as a 3-2 win to Manchester City. I'm going to draw, but I'm kind of regretting that now. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to go 2-1 Liverpool. Really? I mean, that's the result, everyone. I mean, as a neutral. You need it. And uh, uh, Just in terms of the, the, the title race and what have you, I think that that's... A winning streak has to come to an end, Paul. I know that uh, lots of our audience are also City fans, but uh, in terms of Sorry. title race, yeah. Spurs at home to West Brom. Mark sees this 1-0, and I see it 1-0. I'm going 5-0 Spurs. Oh, OK, good. Uh, yeah, there's nothing like playing West Brom to get out of a funk. Excellent. And it's more in hope than judgment. Hertha Berlin, Bayern Munich. Mark sees this as a 3-0 win for Bayern. I say 3-1 Bayern. I'm probably going to go 4-0 by him. Freiburg, uh, Borussia Dortmund. Mark sees this as a 2-1 win for Dortmund. And so do I. Have I just copy-pasted Mark's result? Sorry, but uh, I genuinely see that as a result. Okay. I'm going 1-0 Freiburg. Finally, the big one. Salford City versus Bolton Wanderers. Mark sees Bolton winning this 1-0. I don't. I see Salford. I think I'm being generous by giving us a 2-0 defeat here. Yeah. I'm going to go 4-1 Salford. Yeah, I think you're more on the money with that, I think. I've got to say. All right, well, let's see what happens. I haven't updated the uh, Bluefoot Cup, actually, from the game uh, Wolves played Arsenal, but suffice to say that Arsenal are still winless in that competition and that Wolves are fourth from top. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> should we say generously? Yeah. Now only three points behind everybody else. So there you go. But it could all change this weekend. So let's see what, what happens there. I can ask you what the opening hours. Do you know what's happening this weekend? Nine o'clock Saturday, eight o'clock Sunday. Beautiful. All right, good stuff. Um, as always, we want you to get involved. Footyfromthefoot at gmail.com is our email address. And at footyfromfoot is all of our social media outlets. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Orbicast, and Google Play for all the previous podcasts. If you are so inclined, rate, review, and subscribe. And thanks to those people who have done so already. Our website, though I've not uh, actually updated it for a long while, is footyfromthefoot.com. Thank you, David. Thanks, Dave, for the theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. Give him a follow on at 1 in 20 Parkinson's, wherever you watch your football. And you can actually leave your house and do that uh, this weekend. Make sure that you show your appreciation properly to your bartenders uh, who are there opening up early uh, so that you can watch your team look after them they are working under a very stressful situation so uh, make sure you, you do right by them thank you and uh, and i think that just about does us thank you no that was just me i was just doing because the leaf all oh, right yeah was, i was like, oh, we, was like we almost got away with it <laughs> very good. i just thought i'd remind us what it's like every wednesday <laughs> very good well Happy. thank you dear listener <laughs> and let's do this again next Thursday. <laughs>